The headlines tonight. Godlike being suffers lack of inspiration and forces heroes into same dungeon 15 times. President says demonic runes carved into legislation, nothing to worry about. And shadow business secretary under fire for not being from this dimension. Welcome to the campaign trail. Our top story this evening, the campaign team has finally left the Great Alliance capital and is heading for their first assignment. The Sky Kingdom of Scothan boasts beautiful views of clouds and roving bands of violent thugs. The team are said to be locked in a life-threatening battle against one of these gangs as we speak. Our cloud correspondent Peter Nimbus is there now. Peter, what can you tell us? Well, newsreader, it's not looking good for our intrepid team. The biker gang appear to be riding on motorised eagles, and it sounds as if they don't want anyone to get health care. That sounds dangerous. Why don't they want people to get health care? Well, when I spoke to the ringleader earlier today, he told me to get out of my garden. Peter, thank you. And now, I will telepathically send the rest of the news to you through Mind Vision. Just hold your face up to the screen and wish very hard. So, uh, you are surrounded by three thugs circling, uh, but one, uh, a fourth thug, is heading towards the airship. Uh, So, Aqualad, you are first in the order. What would you like to do? Can I reach the one who's heading for the airship? Uh, to get to him, you're going to have to get past the ones who are sort of uh, riding in a circle around you. Uh, to do that, you'll have to make a dexterity saving throw. 23. Yeah, you do it easily. You spin past one of the uh, motor eagles uh, and go uh, hurtling towards uh, the uh, guy who's armed with a spade, I'll say. Uh, you rush up to him. What do you do? Flurry of blows. That's going to be a basic it. attack, um, unarmed, followed by a... Flurry of blows and armed attack afterwards. Cool, so cool, cool. the first one is 24 to hit. That hits. For 6 points of damage. Cool, cool, cool. And I'll spend a key point to use my flurry of blows. 22 to hit. That hits. For an additional 4 points of damage. And then I'll use a second key point to use <laughs> my open hand technique. Okay, don't, you don't want to use off all your key points in this first Good battle. Good point, of the I arc. won't do that then. I just want to basically okay. detain him. So Next in the order is Victrina. Okay, um, are, they, are there people on the ship who've gone to use the medical bay? Uh, yes, there are. Right, are these people on the Black Eagles heading towards them? One of them is, uh, but they've just been uh, bonked by uh, Aqualad. <laughs> Uh, the others are kind of like seem to be keeping you guys occupied. Okay, uh, I'm going to draw my record. I will stab socialized medicine for all, <laughs> and then I will stab him. <laughs> okay, go for it. I'll say you. Uh, there's a guy out to the side. I'll say it's him. Yeah, okay. And I rolled a twelve. Yeah, that Yay. hits. Yay! Uh, what's the damage? Meat speeds. Yeah, I rolled eight. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> Uh, he didn't like that. Uh, he staggers a little onto that. Uh, Pen, you're up. I think I would like to suggest that they don't attack us anymore. And that they go away. Mm-hmm. By casting suggestion. Mm-hmm. That is a wisdom saving throw. Um, Does it have a limit so. on number of creatures? Mm-hmm. A creature. Look at it. Just a singular creature. Cool. Right, I'll say the leader then, because that makes the most sense. Uh, he's got a staff of thunder and lightning to um, denote him as the leader. So he's going to make a wisdom saving throw. 14. Oh, Bugger. Ah. Uh, but he, he, I, th- I think he, he gives you a. He sort of shudders for a minute and thinks about it, but then goes, no, no, must attack, must kill. So the gentleman with the scythe who you hit, Victorina, is going to come back at you. 
Uh, that's going to be 18 versus AC. Six points of damage. As he slices you with a scythe. Uh, the guy w armed with a hoe goes next. And he's going to come after Perrin. Hello. It's me. Well, that's a critical failure. So he swings and just almost falls off his motor eagle. Uh, I look very baffled. <laughs> uh, guy with the spade is going to come after Agrilad since you attacked him. Uh, that's going to be uh, 16 versus AC. That's a hit. Seven points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. Uh, right in the face. Uh, Perrin, you're up. Ooh, it's me. I So, has the one who is going towards the airship got, got yet? Uh, he's nearly there. On his next turn, he'll get there. Oh, he's nearly there. Um, can I lunge myself at him? You're going to have to make a deck save to get past the other uh, uh, bikers. I'll give it a go. Got a four. Uh, no, you're going to take some bludgeoning damage as it's one of okay. the uh, motor eagles hits you. Ow! Fuck! Uh, four points of bludgeoning damage. And you are prone. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Nap time. The, the leader goes next. Uh, uh, he's going to take a swing at Pen for trying to do some suggestion. Oh dear. Uh, 19 versus AC. Well, that hits. Okay, so uh, he's using his staff of thunder and lightning. So first of all, oh God. Very, very <laughs> he does three points of bludgeoning damage plus three points of lightning Ow. damage. Uh, Aguilad, you are This time I'm actually going to use my Flurry of Blurs properly. Okay, <laughs> go for so, it. So, first attack is a 20. That hits. Do you want to roll damage? That would be a 5 points of damage. He's down! He's down. In which case I don't need to use my Flurry of Blurs nice. at all. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wanted you to roll, <laughs> roll your damage early. Uh, he, was on, he was on exactly 5 points of HP. Uh, he falls off his... Uh, Motor Eagle, Absolutely. and the Motor Eagle goes uh, flying off the Ooh. side of the cloud. I've got a question uh, for you, Joel. Uh-huh. Um, he was saying this this word, Motor Eagle. Yes. Are, are, are these eagles which have evolved wings that make them super fast, or have somebody literally jacked on a motor to an eagle? Because I have some ethical questions. No, 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 no. Th these are um, th these are sort of uh, sky bikes that look like yeah. eagles. Um, That's actually really cool. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, Aguilad, do you have anything else you can do with your go? Um, I can move up to 35 foot walking. Okay. <laughs> That's a no particular need to do that. Um, I'm, I'm going to close with um, who, who out of my party seems to be in the worst situation? Perrin's on the floor, aren't they? Uh, I will uh, rush to Perrin's aid. Uh, uh, give me a hand up. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. That's nice. You, you, you let them up. Thank uh, you. Victrina, you're up. Oh, right. I'm going to cast True Strike on the leader. Ooh, go for it. Okay. Uh, is there any... Do you have to roll or do I have to roll? Uh, I've got no idea. <laughs> 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 you're the DM. You tell me. <laughs> True Strike gives you advantage on your next attack roll against whoever it is you cast it on. It gives you an insight into their... Like, no, no, no saving throw required. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you've done that. You'll have advantage on your next go then. Uh, so next in the order, uh, Pen, you're up. Go for kill out of that fun. Magic missile. One for um, each of them because there's three left. Well, no, three at the one who hit me. <laughs> Ooh, okay, Mr. Scytheman. No, no, that, yes, that'll be Mr. the leader. Mr. Yeah. Thunderbolts and Lightning, very, very frightening. Mr. Thunderbolt and Lightning. It's three bolts, yeah. and it's <laughs> each is 1d4 plus 1. 11 points. Uh, he's looking really bloodied. Mr. Scytheman, scything a scythe, he's going to take a swing at Agrilad. Uh, 18 versus AC. That's a hit. A palpable hit. Uh, four points of slashing damage. I'm really not liking these people. Uh, the guy with the hoe goes next. He's going to come after Perrin. Uh, that is going to be a three versus AC, which I imagine does not hit. Nope. Uh, spade guy is gone, so Perrin, you are up. Who just tried to hit me again? Was that uh, scythe the guy? guy? Yeah, it, it was hoe guy. The guy with, ho with guy. the hoe. 
Um, Hogar, I'll call him. <laughs> why are they all armed with agricultural equipment? That's, that's, this is a good question. Hang on a minute. Why have mm-hmm. I not got weapon weapons? <laughs> I would like to go after Hogar. Okay, go for it. Oh, Hogar I just had a natural 20. Cool. What are you using, by the way? You're just your you, bonky okay, stick. Yeah, I'm just going. No, I'm using Witch Bolts. Oh, cool. Um, which is a beam of crackling blue energy lances out towards the creature within range. Cool. Forming sustained arc of lightning between me and them. Um, Excellent. Roll that damage. Are we doubling it because I got a natural Yeah. Lovely. Right. So. Okay, well, 14 points of damage. You knock him out in one go. He had 14 points of health, so cool. It's a witty catchphrase here. (laughs) I haven't got one yet. Uh, Mr. Leader Guy goes next. He's looking very worried, uh, but he's going to come after Pen, because you seem to have struck up quite the uh, antagonistic relationship with him. Uh, Three plus whatever, that's not going to hit, I don't imagine. Swings and a miss, and you hear the thunder go rolling over your head. Uh, Agrolad, you're up. You got one with a scythe, and you got the leader with his thunderbolt and lightning. I will deal with scythe as he's the most immediate threat. Normal attack. Mm-hmm. There's a seven. That's a miss. Uh, that does not hit. And as my bonus action, I will get my second attack, which is an eight, which is also a miss. That does miss, I'm afraid, yeah. Uh, Victrina. Right, I'm going to attack the leader and I've got an advantage. Oh, yes, you so that do. Means that I get like two rolls, yes? Yes, you do. Oh, you're right, okay. Uh, so I've rolled a 19. That hits. Okay. Um, Roll again, just in case you get a nat 20. Uh, nah, I've got a 7. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. well, your 19 hits. 19, yeah, that's pretty good. Right, uh, and I rolled 7 points of damage. Oh, he's down! <laughs> you cut him down to size. Hooray! Uh, so we've just got Scythe Guy left. Oh, it's a shame that you didn't save that for Scythe Guy. <laughs> down to Scythe. Uh, Pen, it's your go. Well, I don't know. Do you want to give up now? Uh, he shakes his head, no. So he's going to attack next and come after you, Pen, uh, for vengeance. Uh, oof, 10 versus AC is not going to do it, I imagine. Uh, he slices over oh, the top of your horns. Uh, Perrin. Uh, scythe guy's left, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, if you hit him, this is probably going to be a finishing blow, I'll say that. In which case, in which case, I would like to... Um, how far away do you think I am from Scythe guy? Um, ten foot at most. Oh, ten foot. In which case, um, I sort of do a couple of skips, pulling my quarter staff off my back, and then bonking him on the head with it. Go for it. Do I have to roll for yes, that? Yes, please do, in case you miss his AC. Twelve? Meets beats. Uh, roll some damage just to see how by how much you kill him. He's got four HP, so if you get more than four, I got. Six. Yeah, you knock him off his bike, <laughs> and he goes tumbling to the ground. Does he go tumbling to the actual ground? No, no, sorry, he goes to the the cloudy ground. And again, his eagle goes flying off into the distance. Uh, the civilians are sort of crowding around and uh, cheering uh, and as you're kind of uh, how, how do you react to being uh, lavished with adoration like this? It's very nice <laughs> I, I, I enjoy it It's nice to be a hero <laughs> I look for a quiet corner to tend my wounds oh. I'm sort of seeing if there's anybody around um, anyone who's just fighting who looks like they're about to come to you so we can ask them a few friendly questions well, I feel a little bit hurt. Ow. You alright? Well, mostly. I think well, it's Captain Biscuit's probably got some plasters. <laughs> oh, okay. She, she can't really deal with emotional wounds. No. <laughs> oh, I have many of those. I'm not sure they Hey, me too. Your... What are you saying, Perrin? Oh, I was, I was uh, bonding cheerily with him about also having a most emotional wounded. Aww. Uh, as you're... It probably doesn't help. <laughs> uh, make a charisma check. <laughs> oh, I've got nine. Mm, I, th- I, th- I don't think... Uh, uh, Pen, it's up to you. Uh, how how um, bonded you feel. Uh, well, it's nice to know other people suffer too, but... Uh, 
That's yeah. okay. An interesting way of phrasing it. <laughs> a little bit of uh, suffering's good for the soul. I, I'm sure it is. That's very northern. <laughs> Will you tell my mother that. Uh, as you are uh, recuperating, you hear a, and you see bursting through some of the clouds a uh, horse-drawn carriage um, that is painted completely white uh, with some little red symbols on it and it has been drawn by some pegasuses so horses with majestic sparkling wings uh, they um, they land in your vicinity uh, and uh, neigh majestically and toss their manes back and it's very impressive um, one of the uh, injured uh, parties uh, stirs slightly and goes oh no oh no uh, a paramedic um, jumps out. It's a cleric. Uh, it's a human cleric uh, in a white robe, and uh, he rushes up to this thug. And says, okay, blunt force trauma, magical lacerations, and a mild cold. Sir, can you hear me? We're going to take you to the hospital. No, please, my insurance won't cover it. Get me 50 cc's of ma- have healing potion, uh, 5 milligrams of greater healing, and uh, 1 custard cream. Uh, and they start to pull him onto a stretcher. Uh, what do you do? I see. I, I walk over. To, I, I'm sorry. I don't think he wants to go with you. And did you know you've got an imp on the top of your your cart that's making a strange needle noise? <laughs> oh yes, that's Geraldine. Uh, she's wonderful. Oh, she's <laughs> supposed to be there. That's fine. Yeah, she's a, our pet klaxon. Uh, oh, uh, you must be the next of kin, and uh, he hands you a small scroll. I read it. It is an invoice for the ambulance, the medicine, and the paramedic's time. It comes to about 4,000 gold pieces. Ouch. Um, I'm not his next of kin. Uh, I'm not paying this because because it's 4,000 gold pieces. I think we should probably put the nice man down. Well, we'll find his next of kin. Don't worry about it. Uh, and the rest of them. And uh, the others are being loaded onto the ambulance uh, as he speaks. And uh, do any of you need anything? Any plasters or medicines? Definitely uh, not, no. No, we don't need anything, sure? do we? Well, if... What can you do for emotional wounds? Oh, uh, we offer therapy. It's uh, 10,000 gold pieces uh, a week, and uh, your next appointment will be in six months' time. I think that would make me feel worse. I, um, Pen is going round the stretchers very quickly, trying to contact cards. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you hand them out, <laughs> because they're unconscious. They can't resist them. <laughs> Chuck them in their, in their jumpers or something. Yeah. Pen? Pen, I don't think this is the time to try and get people to vote for, for I, us to I, 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 I'm, I'm not trying to do that. I am in a lot of trouble. That's Financially. what I'm confused about. Are you saying that they've got to pay to be made better? Oh yes. Best healthcare system in the world. Doesn't come cheap. But there's a cleric! Well, you know, I've got to make a living. You know, I've got a family to feed. I've got, They're I've got supposed a dog. to do that God's work. Is that God money? Uh, the gods don't uh, really provide food these days, and uh, plus Mr. Pfizer would be very uh, disappointed uh, if I didn't if uh, at got... least uh, uh, procure some uh, prescriptions for him this week. Also, who stapled wings to that horse? <laughs> They're not stapled on. They're surgically attached. And... Who called you? Oh, uh, probably somebody. Uh, he scratches the back of his head. Kind of, uh, I should probably uh, be uh, off. Uh, no, is, uh, is, this, is this what you do? Do you drive around the countryside with an imp strapped to the top of your cart, picking up people who are unconscious and they're charging them an awful lot of money? You're holding them to ransom? Is that your job? Well, it's not really a your money or your life kind well, of deal. It really is, isn't it? Well, because yeah, what it you're is. saying is... Yeah, pay lots of money or you'll die. Well, you know, like I said, healthcare doesn't come cheap. And uh, we can't exactly give it away for free. But that, that's not healthcare, that's highway robbery and kidnapping. And where I come from, healthcare is free. So's dwarf care and halfling care and troll care and goblin care. Let me guess, you work for the Dark Lord, don't you? <laughs> no, I work for Great Egg. No. We do things a little differently here in Scothan, I'll have you know. And uh, he hops onto the cart. You uh, best keep all that talk of socialised medicine to yourself. Mr. Pfizer will not be pleased at all. One last question, lad. If I were to give thee a knuckle sandwich, would you be able to pay for thy health care? 
<laughs> he looks at you. Uh, make an intimidation check. Uh, I'm not very good at this. I'm only a halfling. <laughs> Thirteen. Yeah, but you're quite he, he looks more offended than intimidated. He goes, well, I shall uh, take these rabble to the hospital and uh, deal with them there. Good day to you, sir. Excuse me, um, sir, Mr. Cleric. Uh, where would we be able to meet Mr. Pfizer so we can discuss this with him? Because this seems to me to be a, um, a kind of travesty of justice. It's uh, You're not getting his personal address out of me. <laughs> They're kept on file. But... Uh, if you if you do want to talk to uh, our, our um, administrator, and uh, he hands you a business card, uh, call uh, uh, call Doctor Hartnell at uh, at uh, the major hospital, and uh, he'll he'll be able to answer any questions you have. Will it cost us a lot to call? Uh, it's a premium phone line, so probably. Uh, he uh, steps. Thank you for your time. <laughs> yes, well, uh, you, I usually charge, but uh, this time I just want to get away. And uh, he uh, whirls the uh, uh, ambulance cart into motion, and it goes flying away in a jet of sparkles that I'm sure Perrin appreciates. I look on in admiration, and I sort of make a mental note to ask the Green Lord how I can do that to myself (laughs) next time I see him. Lisa is uh, watching these proceedings with a bit of a frown, and she says, I have a bad feeling about this. Come on. We best be getting to the capital. Captain, is the ship ready? Oh, yes, yeah, should be. Good. I think we should have word with their president about this. Well. Okay. I feel I feel a bit let down there. Mm, what, are you le- what are you feeling let down about? Well, well, we did some hurt to other people and then they got even more hurt. Financially, yes. Yes, that seems wrong. Mm. Oh, dear. Bessie starts up and uh, you saw above the clouds again. Uh, going over. Can I can I possibly pop into the um, cockpit and have a quick word with Captain Biscuit? Yeah, sure. Uh, Captain Biscuit is up there, uh, hands on the wheel, one hand on the wheel, one hand on uh, her sword, uh, and uh, she looks over at you and goes, "Perrin, ah, how's it going, my old chum? Um, it's going all right. I've got I've got a quick question about Bessie. Oh yes, ask away. Can you make sparkles come after us when we fly? Hmm, that's an interesting question. Sparkles." never thought about it. I just think it would give us a certain uh, je ne sais quoi. Ah, you speak Elvish, I see. Yeah, um, I, I, I read it in the books. My pronunciation's probably a little poor. Well, I don't know much myself, but anyway, sparkles. We've got more of a steampunk aesthetic going, so I don't know how sparkles would have fit in with that, but I will take a look. I like challenges, and there's plenty of sparkles in the Sky Kingdom, so I might find some we can use. Who knows where those come from? Couldn't say. No idea. Oh, never mind about that. For now, though, fancy another flying lesson? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want to make an intelligence check, just as uh, she teaches well, you a bit I more about uh, flying Bessie? Got a nat one. You forget things that you learned before. <laughs> that sounds like me as aim. So I'm happy to share that trick with Perrin. I think I'm probably just distracted by clouds. Don't worry, Perrin. It's a complicated machine. And besides, you've already got so much talent, I fully believe in you. Really? Yes, you remind me of me at your age. How old are you, by the way? Oh, I'm I'm about 22, um, I think. I I don't know for sure, but I guess. Well, I'm 28 years old. So you think in six years I could be like you? Of course! With the right attitude and the right teacher. And she boops your nose. You <gasps> can go anywhere. Has ever said that to me before? Not even the Green Lord. I thought he was your friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. He just doesn't... You know how some people are really effervescent and encouraging and other people aren't? Ah, He's the latter. I see. Well, don't put too much stock in how much you can offer as a commodity or how much other people believe in you. So long as you continue to sparkle. Oh, I will. You will think about the sparkle exhaust. You know I will. Good. Good. Uh, back in the uh, main uh, lounge area, Lisa is kind of rummaging through some of her research paperwork and biting her fingernails. So. Mr. Fizzar, I've heard that name somewhere before. Can I help? Oh, uh, yes, thanks. Uh, check those papers over there. Uh, do you want to make a, an investigation check, Mr. Penn? That would be a 
21. 21, yeah. You find a newspaper and you see the headline, Pfizer Acquires Health Factories. Oh, here we are. Ah, excellent. And she snatches it out of your hands and starts reading. Pfizer Acquires Health Factories Incorporated, the largest manufacturer of health potions in Scothen, was today acquired in a hostile takeover by none other than Mr. Fizar, the pharmaceutical giant. Uh, Mr. Fizar said the purchase would ensure free and competitive medicine for the whole nation. President McFeathers welcomed the deal, saying that his government would fight tooth and claw to make sure medical services remained in private hands. Well, but if the medicine isn't free, if they're charging 4,000 gold to take them away in one of those cards. This That's sounds like free. a different country. Sounds like something's gone wrong. Sounds a bit like that bloke we had a run-in with in Centaurland. He, he was doing the same but with power. Yeah. Just like taking it all and then charging people silly money for something that should really be free. I suspect there's more than a little spin going on here. Uh, Lisa where... looks pretty murderous and uh, chucks the newspaper down. I shall pick it back up again. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there are unfinished crosswords on there. Uh, <laughs> if that's of interest to Ben. Well, anything or, written. Or is he more of a Sudoku guy? I anything of the written words is of interest to me. Again, Lisa sits down, uh, folded arms, looking pretty mutinous, um, grumbling. What about you, Penne? What does your necromantic brain think about all this? I, I just don't think that a poor man who loses a fight. Must must be must also be charged to get well again by his own people. I agree. There's something quite sickening about somebody getting rich off other people's suffering. It's not right. So what if you get something really bad, like like Strad or drop those or, or the crumbles? That thing where your ears fall off. Yeah. Or the crumbles? Yes. I mean that's really you know the crumbles is really serious, does it? Does they charge you more money for being sick for longer? I would have thought so. We'll need some more information first. Let's have a word with the president. Get his side of the story. I'd, I'd like to visit a hospital. Yes, that's certainly on the to-do I mean, list. What if animals get unwell? Do they charge the animals to make them better as well? Because well, animals aren't really known for having pockets full of gold. I would think that they charge the owners even more. I can't say they perceive there being a lot of people in these hospitals, you know. Not all, not all animals have owners. Like wild bears, they don't have owners. And they have a distinct lack of money. Not many people have pet frogs. All the frogs belong to me. Oh, God! Are they charging the Green Lord? <laughs> That's oh, why he's broke. Is that why he's borrowing oh. money off you? <laughs> I mean, I, th- I thought that he would trust me enough to tell me if this was why he needed it. Oh, maybe he just forgot. That sounds like him. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think it's because they live up here in the clouds and they're, they're not getting enough air to their brains. Or too much air. Or too much air, yeah. Lack of oxygen at great heights. The ship finally arrives at the sky capital, Aerotopia. It has tall, lavish buildings, rainbow bridges between them, sparkling spires and glittering icy waterfalls that vanish into the clouds below. Uh, You can see some of the magical platforms upon which the city is built uh, bursting out of the clouds like lily pads held by huge branches. Uh, Captain Biscuit pilots Bessie towards a huge cathedral-like structure near the peak of the city. It has massive stained glass windows, rib vaults, flying buttresses and pointed gothic arches. Uh, from the sight of it, you almost expect it to be shrouded in black clouds with lightning strikes every few minutes. Bessie sets down in a wide garden before the palace. As you disembark, you are greeted by a team of Arakokra. Uh, the leader is wearing a long white coat and has blonde feathers. Uh, she reaches out a hand to Lisa. Uh, she's trying to talk over the sound of the engine. Hello! You must be Lisa Townsend in the campaign team. I'm Dr Whitaker, the elected head of the delegation. What? I said I'm the head of the delegation. Oh, hello. You're a doctor and a delegate. Yes, a doctor delegate. Some would say a degenerate or a detriment, but I'd say a delight and a dame. Come, I'll explain once we're inside. 
and uh, she <laughs> leads you up a sweeping set of stairs towards an ominous-looking door. There's an awful lot of architecture Ooh, going. There is. Why is the door ominous? Uh, it's big and wood, and it opens with one of those sort of uh, cinematic creaks. And within, you see a sort of... Oh, slight Yeah, home. exactly. I think Penn feels very it's very at home. comforting. Uh, indeed, like as you step into a grey stone corridor, a load of torches flick on down the corridor, um, and uh, you uh, walk past. Oh, this is like the mining museum. <laughs> uh, like a museum, you uh, walk past huge oil paintings on the wall depicting many of the Arakoka presidents of the past. Uh, they get progressively similar looking as they go along, uh, and uh, they seem to go back about five hundred years. Uh, as you're going, uh, Dr. Whitaker says, Well, it's good to finally meet you. I've been looking forward to your arrival. I've heard good things about Darnall. Well, thank you. From who? It is what a lovely place. Heard? Yeah, you've got a pretty good healthcare system there, I understand. Oh, I think it's, uh, I think it's quite comprehensive. We've got them soap priests. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. As you're going, like, you, uh, Perrin, can you make a perception check? Yeah, Actually, Pen, can you do one as well? Yes. I've got a 13. Oh, I'm not very perceptive. Okay. Um, oh, 13. A 13. Okay, you both feel a bit of a chill, almost as if the eyes of the paintings are watching you as you go past. Well, um, that's nothing unusual. <laughs> yeah, that happened all the time at the Lamont. <laughs> uh, eventually, you come to a lobby before a huge set of stairs... Uh, the kind that sort of branch off at the top into two in two directions, uh, lit by torches that flicker on as you approach, and the rising moonlight sparkles through the stained glass window behind. Two figures emerge, one from either side, both dressed in long, flowing cloaks of midnight black, lined with red velvet. They're both Arakokra. One, Victrina, you recognise as Lady Ruth then. Her eyes are glittering with delight. The other is a male Arakoka wearing a frock coat, a pristine shirt and waistcoat and a cravat. He is a buttoned up, pale and deep, almost hollow eyes. They meet in the middle, grasp hands raised almost to their head height. I thought you meant his eyes. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought... <laughs> the two figures meet in the middle, uh, grasp hands, uh, doing that thing where they sort of raise almost up to their heads as they uh, drift down the stairs towards you with an ominous grace. Uh, Is everything man's... ominous? Very much so. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. It's, it's, it, we, we have entered a, a realm of ominousness. Uh, the man says... Greetings, honoured guests. Welcome to the House of Symphony, the Presidential Palace, if you prefer. I am President Sirius Squarks McFeathers, and this is my wife, the Lady Rutherford. And he kisses her hand and looks back at you with burning eyes. Predenta. It is such a pleasure to see you again, Miss Victrina. I do hope you have had time to consider the arrangement we had discussed. It's a pleasure to see you too. I'm very much admiring your ominousness. I worked hard on it. Now, Dr. Whitaker, you and your delegates must be patient a little while longer. After all, if Darnorth is to be a new member of the Great Alliance, we need to establish relationships now. It's the sort of thing I could really sink my teeth into. <laughs> Oh, you mean like a good steak? But you must be exhausted from your journey. I insist you stay the night. I promise you it will be simply to die for. <laughs> I think they've seen too many. <laughs> I'm not intimidated. I. Well, you wouldn't be, would well, you? Well, no. Uh, Sirius looks at you, Pen, and says, Ah, a gentleman of the night. I can tell by your aura. Yes, you seem a very decent chap. Oh, yes. Very decent indeed. <laughs> How uncomfortable is Pen? <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if I've used enough deodorant. 
Uh, you are eventually brought into a long dining hall with a high ceiling with gothic chandeliers illuminating a stuffed dinner table. Uh, there are high-backed chairs, uh, the tallest and most ostentatious are at the head and the foot. Uh, Ruth takes one, Sirius takes the other. Uh, the table is piled higher with meats, vegetables and corn. Uh, there are bottles of what look like red wine, and each of you is offered a silver goblet. Um, oh, thank you. I'm sorry, it... I don't drink wine. Do you have any milk? No, I'm afraid it has been outlawed as a class one narcotic. Milk is a very healthy drink. It's good for calcium. Hence the wish it's to about... introduce new milk into the market. Well, I, I'm, I'm always here for new milk. Oh, I was just going to ask um, if I could do an investigation type thing on the goblets. Go for it. I, I thank them for the goblets and carefully pack it away in my backpack. <laughs> Make a stealth check. <laughs> I'm not being stealthy about it. I'm being oh, okay, great. fair enough. While you're doing that, I've got a 15 on my investigation. I'm peering at it quite closely. I'm holding it right in front of my eyes and squinting. This wine has been mixed with blood. I am going to make a character choice that I'm going to have to stick through for the rest of the campaign and say that Perrin is quite used to this sort of thing <laughs> from various warlockery and it just sort of shrugs and starts drinking okay, it. Okay, cool. Do you share this information with your friends? I don't think to. Okay. Okay, I'm very used to Sirius, this. Sirius uh, lifts a hand and um, pushes some of his feathers back into place. Now, if we might discuss the matters of the day, my government has concerns about Darnoth's entry into the Great Alliance. We are one of the largest manufacturers of healing potions in the world, second only to Darnoth itself. If you are to join, we must ask that you take steps to prevent your potions infringing on ours. It is a big part of our economy, and Mr. Pfizer would be dreadfully disappointed if he had to lay off so many staff as a result of your interference. Well, I know because... I don't think it would be interference. I think we should work together to make better health potions for everyone. Surely. Surely the health of our nations is, is a mutual goal. I would not like to see job losses because how, how on earth would your people afford their comprehensive insurance then? Well, quite... Ms. Victorina, how would you propose we work together? I would propose a free and open exchange of information, including all patents, um, recipes, uh, A research. compromise. New milk would be a very special addition to our economy. It might sate our unending hunger. I mean, it would improve GDP by 2.6%. I'm sure that a healthy and happy, hard-working population would do wonders for the GDP. Uh, Lisa timidly raises a hand and steals herself slightly. Goes, I understood this country had the best healthcare in the world, but I can't find any statistics on the health of the population itself. Everyone who leaves our hospitals is in pristine health. But um, not everyone can afford your health potions. What about those people? Then they must work harder. What better incentive to work hard than your own health? Failure to work hard means you will suffer. It is simple economics. But how can you work hard if you I'm think? sorry, can I ask a question? Does this mean that your data is incomplete and inaccurate? Ooh, that's a very good point. Uh, uh, Lisa shoots you a grin and a thumbs up. Our data is confidential. Mr. Pfizer has all of this on file, I'm sure. He is the manufacturer of all our most effective health potions. We have many lucrative government contracts with him. I'm just saying that maybe a trade agreement would be difficult to manage without, um, as, as Ms. Vitrina has said, a free and open exchange of data. Well, you are free to talk to Mr. Pfizer yourself. It might be good for you to do that, actually. And um, Sirius and Ruth both look at each other with sort of uh, grins. Yes, it would be wonderful if you were to see him. Far less red tape that way. <laughs> Where can we meet him? Oh, I am not too sure. His farm moves around a lot. Flying cloud, you see. 
But if you head to one of the hospitals that deal with him, they'll have records. Can I ask a question? What happens if somebody gets sick and they can't afford the health bill? That's the beauty of it. This policy keeps people in line. Stops them disrupting our beautiful system. And if they cannot afford our services, they are free to try and use those quacks in the Undercity. That's if the beasts don't get them first. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a moment. There's an Undercity. How can there be an Undercity in a Cloud City? Well, I never go there myself, you understand. That's where the rabble live. It is built on the underside of the clouds, overlooking the perilous plunge to the ground below. And as I say, they are plagued by the beasts. I've got a question. What, kind of beast? what do you do with the bodies? If people get sick or get injured or have their legs chopped off or whatever, they have to pay for this insurance thing to get better. And if they can't afford to pay for this insurance thing to get better, when they get sick or get injured or have their legs chopped off or things, then they're going to die. So what do you do with the bodies? Some are given a sky burial, some are cremated, and some are given the gold treatment. What's that? Uh, She swishes her wine around and goes, Oh, it's far too complicated to go into now. Besides... It is getting late, and you must be dreadfully is, weary. It's been a long uh, day. She uh, looks at you, Pen, with quite a piercing gaze. Can you make a wisdom saving throw? So dreadfully, dreadfully. I most assuredly cannot. Oh no. You feel calm, as if you can trust this woman. As if there's nothing at all suspicious about the red liquid in her goblet or her dark attire, and uh, even the two small fangs that seem to be coming out of her beak seem completely normal to you. Well, you know, when your mother is a demon... Mr. Penny, there really is something of the grave about you, if you don't mind my saying. Wouldn't you be happier here, rather than out there amongst so many people? Here in the dark, you might I, find well, where you belong. I don't know. I, I do love my family. Family is all. And she gets up and walks around and puts a hand on your shoulder. Surely a new family could be found. And the rest of you see her kind of looking at Penn's neck, uh, but Sirius stands up. My lady, it is perhaps time we retired for the evening, don't you think? She pulls back and says, Yes, my lord. Let us be about our business while the night still lives. Do sleep well, all of you. We will see you again, I'm sure. And uh, they both sweep out of the room, and you see them vanish around a corner. They're cool, I like them. Uh, Make a perception check. All of us? Yes. Oh dear. <laughs> Ooh. You see two wow. things fly past the window. Uh but Aguilad, you notice that it was two bats flying past. As soon as they're gone, Blisa is looking again mutinous and almost shaking with rage. Keeping people poor, keeping people sick, keeping people in their place. <laughs> I'm hungry. Anyone fancy a steak? <laughs> Oh dear, I think I'm full. Uh, Dr. Whittaker pokes her head through the door and says, Ah, they've gone. Listen, Dan Northerners, we need your help. The other delegate, we, well, you, need to see this. Dr. Whittaker leads you through the palace, crossing magnificent halls and corridors of more spectacular and ominous architecture. Uh, <laughs> she eventually uh, stops, stops at a crossroad and checks um, before leading you on. I mean, this is very interesting because this is like light period ominous, whereas um, the house was more a sort of early romantic ominous. Mm. <laughs> so th- this was obviously built later. Yeah. Many extensions have been built over the years, but every architect tries to replicate the original. I want to see the Bauhaus ominous. 
sixties brutalist on So you met the president and his wife. What do you make of them? Weirdos. Oh dear. Oh. Um, she's got a right. Cr- she's got a right crush on Pen. Yes. Mm. Yes. She was looking at him like mm. she wanted to like sink her beak into his Did neck. Do you think so? Is that a sex thing? <laughs> I think it might be for bird people. Um, I I thought they were lovely people, but uh, I I I don't think my mother would approve. Oh, does she have a problem with vampires? That explains a lot. She has a problem with, to be honest. But I say vampires, but I think they prefer the term blood-sucking leeches. Do they? Really? Anyway, we can't exactly fight them. I suppose too powerful, not just in themselves. They've had hundreds of years to make connections and deals with everyone in government, holding power by bribes, backhanders, promises and bloodsucking. But we've got bigger problem. A more immediate problem. Uh, she leads you to a lower floor in the um, uh, castle and to a small chamber. Above the door you see a roughly made sign that says, Delegation to the Great Alliance. Dr. Whitaker waves you in, waves you in and uh, you see what looks almost like a battlefield hospital. Uh, so lots of low bunks and people sort of groaning. Uh, Pen, this is quite reminiscent of uh, when you were in the mines and you saw a lot of people who were feeling very unwell. Oh yes, this looks like after, after the old uh, collapse and, and, and the hospital. Look, we haven't been able to travel to the GA for quite some time. The delegates have been ill. You're darn north. You must have some healing potions. Have they Just still, I'm afraid. Can I can I use medicine to see if I can figure out what's wrong sure. with Sure, yeah, go for it. No, I can't do that. Okay. <laughs> so I might really be able to. Anything. Shall I have a go? Yeah, yeah. You deal with battlefield amputations, presumably. Yes, yeah, yes. And also scurvy. <laughs> uh, oh, I got a non-natural Ooh. 20. Well, it's not scurvy. Uh... Some of them look like they've had a cold that's just gone on for ages. Uh, they've got, you know, a fever. Uh, a lot of people uh, are just old and uh, weakened by time. Uh, but some people, I think with your non-natural 20, you do see some people who have this strange kind of darkness running through their veins that occasionally changes colour as you look at it. Uh, and the more you observe it, the more it kind of seems to flee under their sleeves and uh, under their collars, as if it knows you're looking at it. Um, can I try giving some of them some uh, milk? Sure, yeah. Uh, you give somebody I some new milk. believe passionately in the healing <laughs> uh, You give some new milk to one person, and uh, they perk up a little bit and go, mm. oh, thank, thank you, uh, who, who are you? Victory, the oh, new milk! Oh, oh no! Oh no! 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 You mustn't! You mustn't bring them new milk here! You, you mustn't! It'll the, the the vampires. You see, they they're obsessed with it. They, but it's it's the one thing that that they obsess with more than blood. It's it's the one thing that can sate them more than you know the the living the, the living but, red, but, but, as it were. Keep keep it away from them. I would say they'll they'll come after you. Well, if I if you drink it, and you nice people here drink it, then then it will be away from them because it will be in you. you well, uh, yes, I suppose so. So shall we just share out the new milk with all the sick? People? Yes. Well, would it be a cheaper alternative? It would. Be oh, wonderful. I have an infinite supply of free samples of new milk due to my job at New Milk. Oh, wonderful. Uh, well, I'm uh, I'm Delegate Foreman. Nice to meet you. Uh, it's very nice to meet you. I um, went to a so-called doctor in the Undercity. Sold me a potion from the land of Homaiopathy. Uh, I thought it would make us better, but we only got more sick. Well, that's because what you've been eating is like ground-up snorting water. Yes, what they do is they give you a little bit of snot to try and make you less We know snotty. this now, but unfortunately many of my colleagues here, well, we thought we'd found a miracle cure and we didn't go to the hospital because we couldn't afford it and before we knew it we were too sick to move. Uh, this... Is, the, is, this, is this snotted water treatment very much cheaper? Oh, tremendously cheaper, Harry. Like, uh, but it doesn't work. Uh, alas, but many put their hope in it uh, because, well, there's few other options it's um 
anything in the hospital is owned by Pfizer and it costs more than a year's wages. Yes, yes, but that's very wrong. Well, the new milk is free, so have a little bit more and I will share it around with all the people in the room as far as it will go. Thank you. Um, and we'll see if we can't get you feeling Thank better you, for Ms. nothing. Thank you, Miss you're, you're, you're a, a true lifesaver. Uh, Lisa says, I think we need to have a word with this Mr. Pfizer. Where can we find him? You may want to think carefully about that. He's a 20-foot-tall giant. He's a giant vampire? No, he's not. He's a pharmaceutical giant. He's a giant giant of medicine. Exactly! So I wouldn't advise anything violent. Perhaps if you could convince him to stop abusing the price of healthcare, then we might be able to get enough of our delegates healthy enough to vote. Maybe we could blast him with homeopathy. Hmm, maybe. That would take <laughs> quite a while, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> Sadly not. And it's not guaranteed to work. You'd need a pretty large dose. You'd probably drown first. What about this um, quack doctor you mentioned in the Undercity? Parasites. You think the vampires are parasites. And they are. But those quacks, they're the worst. At least the vampires are upfront about it. Is he a doc? The quack. Or possibly. His name's Dr. Sorry, quack. Doctor Who? Exactly. They probably are all docs. <laughs> If this is a nation of bird people, then it makes sense that all the doctors... Damn it, you pre... <laughs> you guessed the fucking joke. I preempted your pun! You preempted my pun. <laughs> I think that's the actual game we're playing yeah. here. <laughs> Sorry, Pet, yes. you had a very good Sorry. joke. Lisa Sorry. turns to you and goes... Right. Looks like we've got ourselves a quest or two. The Campaign Trail Referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, Stephen Poor as Pen Rigante, Joanne Hall as Victrina Crested Grebe, and S. Naomi Scott as Aqualad. Diana Croft was the newsreader, Martha Buckley was Captain Biscuit, Genevieve Savion was Lisa Townsland, Kelsey Griffin was Lady Ruthven, Chris Beatty was President Sirius, and Laura Hunt was Dr. Whitaker. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can support the campaign trail by going to patreon.com forward slash the campaign trail. We have special perks such as becoming an MP, definitely really, and early access to episodes, and your chance to have your own D&D character appear in the show. You can follow the campaign trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, at soundcloud.com forward slash Corner, and wherever you find podcasts. So, until next time, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure.